Welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 16 of 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music. I'm Kerry Lacey and I would like to say first of all a big shout out to all of the teachers who've been doing HSC marking up in um, schools. I know you're getting close to the end of it so um, good job. It's been an interesting journey I'm sure and I know you will have had uh, learned an awful lot from the experience so uh, well done to all of you guys. I also want to um, do a quick shout out to some schools in the US who um, who've jumped on board and a couple of schools in um, Belgium and also Singapore. So I'd like to welcome those listeners to the podcast. Um, and there's a couple of teachers in Hungary who've just joined us as well. So welcome. Uh, we're pleased to see that it's starting to reach a wider audience, which is nice. Um, I'm very excited about what we are doing here in the podcast. And hopefully you're finding the um, ability to get into the access area quite uh, simple. I'm certainly hoping you're finding resources there to be very useful. It'd be great if you could um, maybe shoot us a, a comment or an email or maybe um, you know respond to a post or jump on Facebook and um, respond to some things so that I can check out how people are going because according to the statistics everyone's really enjoying the podcast and, and rate, it's tracking quite well but I'd really like to hear some real people rather than looking at statistics. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, today's episode 16. So uh, I thought I'd talk about unity versus variety versus contrast. Now, one of the things that um, students do is that you, you ask lots of questions of them from an oral perspective. Now, you might have a score or you might not have a score. And um, you might ask a question, how is unity achieved? Or explain how variety is, is addressed by the composer. Or, or can you explain what is contrasting in this piece of music? Uh, so I thought I would look at the differences between unity and variety and contrast because I don't know about your students but I've had a few students in the past who really get them confused. They think that variety is the same as contrast. They think that uh, unity basically means anything that's the same. Uh, so I just want to do a little bit of a clarification. When you go to the website in uh, just in the general feed at this time, not in the access area, I'll pop this document up because um, there could be a bunch of students going and looking at it. So I'll just stick it in the general feed this time. Uh, and it'll be just a little document which goes through the things I'm talking about here today. And uh, hopefully with a little bit of luck in a couple of weeks, once things are settled down, I'll be able to do some videos to support some of these ideas as well. So when we look at unity, unity for me doesn't mean, th it means things that are the same, yes, but I, I look for things that are common. When you look at the question it asks you about unity, you need to look at all things common. So best strategy is to take it from the beginning. I always say to my students, start at the top of the example. Don't look at halfway through and go, oh, look at that at bar 62 and it's from bars 1 to 75. Here, bar 62, there's an ostinato. Like, Go from the top, start at the top, identify the layers, find out what, if you've got a score, find out what is the same. So if you have a score, look for the obvious things. Things like rhythmic unison, canons, imitation, melodies that are in unison, um, monophony if you're a phony person, a repeated tone where you've got all, where one instrument's playing all the same tone, uh, drones or pedal points, uh, melodic or rhythmic ostinatos, 
uh, repeated rhythmic patterns and melodic patterns, limited pitch sets, if you don't know what that is, that's basically where the motif only has a uh, very short range of pitches. It might only have three pitches and it doesn't do any more than the three. A bit like um, Ross Edwards' Dawn Mantras and his Cretals. It's got three pitches and that's all that is in that line. Well, that's a limited pitch set. So that creates unity because it's a particular t um, combination of tones. Yeah, um, same co dynamic contrast. Rather than all of the instruments are playing a forte, well, that's lovely bit wishy-washy but lovely nonetheless look for things like crescendos or sforzandos or something that's really dramatic when it comes to dynamics I mean I say to my students dynamics are the last thing you talk about and only if it's a super um, impacting reason like a sforzando or a crescendo or something that gives you a reason to, to identify the dynamics everybody playing in mezzo forte or everyone playing at mezzo piano at the beginning is lovely but really we can find some more nitty-gritty higher order thinking content than that don't you think um, then look for things that are not so obvious like harmonic movement that repeats like if it's a ground bass that if the piece is a ground bass then that's going to give you the definite title is going to tell you that it's repeated harmonic movement. Chord progressions, if it's a pop song and the chord progressions repeat, like a good old four chord song, you know. Pedal point or use of one chord, maybe it's just one chord over and over again. Um, melodic and or uh, accompaniment is repeated in a different key. So maybe it plays, you know, a country feel and it does the same combination after the key change, something like that. Different instruments taking on the same role. So if the melody is played by flute then all of a sudden the melody is played by oboe well that's a unity alrighty um, if you don't have the score we'll come back to that at the end I think I'll talk through the the three elements and then I'll talk about what sort of strategies you handle if you haven't got a score okay um, with contrast contrast really means competition in my book I think you think about something that you um, you're looking at something uh, that is contrasting like contrasting colors if you've got a blue and you've got a green they always say never should be seen unless there's something between them right but contrasting colors if you think about contrast in photography it's looking at pushing the the density of the grain so for me it's a competing sort of thing um, if you haven't realized it means difference between parts or different music sound sources then this might be a bit of an eye-opener for you um, so look for two things that are happening at the same time that are different. All right, best idea is to probably ID the layers and their roles and look for things that are competing, like, for example, long rhythmic values versus short ones. So you might have cellos doing quaver um, uh, repeated tone and you might have the strings doing a really long lyrical melody or in minims or semi ribs or something, or you might have... Um, you know, trumpets doing a fanfare and, and the horns are playing just long tones. So things like that. Extreme registers of different instruments pitted against one another. That's quite contrasting in tone colour. So if you think about maybe you've got piccolo and you've got coronglé and they're both playing the melody. Well, that's two different, very different instruments and they're both playing the melody. Maybe one's playing a melody and the other one's playing a counter melody or maybe... Uh, it's playing a, a rhythmic ostinato or something. Well, that's two different instruments pitted against each other in extreme registers. Look for dissonance versus consonance. Okay, dissonance versus consonance. That's always a good thing. Uh, repeated melody with different articulations. So if you hear a melody played with and, and with strings, it's a classic. Melody is bowed, 
melodies, pizzicato, well, that is is contrast. They're not happening at the same time, mind you, um, but they're happening at, at different times, but they're contrasting. It's the same material contrasted. Different instrumental families or tone colours competing with one another. You know, brass fanfare versus string chorale, that sort of thing. Extreme dynamic changes like his forte or your forte piano, that's quite contrasting because your volume's been compromised. And sections pitted against, like I said, like brass fanfare and, and chorale. Um, so contrast is, is usually easy. Kids usually have no trouble with contrast. They can usually find competing forces or things that happen at the same time that are different. Um, they tend to be able to get a good handle on it. Variety, however, they think variety is contrast. And yes, it is to some degree, but really variety means variation. Anything that varies from the original material is a good way of thinking about variety. Um, it can include both elements of unity and contrast. Variety really can. Um, and the way I always think about it is um, variations to musical elements that have already been presented. So things like the melody contains a variety of articulations, say in bar 16 to 18, which emphasises which emphasize the syncopation, thus creating interest for the listener. That is a really good sentence to describe variety of what you're listening to. Or, melody is fragmented in violin 1 and used in canonic entries, bars 9 to 12, through the remainder of the string section, thus creating variety and interest. You think about it, there's a fragment in the melody, it's used as a canon, it's in these bars, and it goes through the rest of the string section, therefore that's creating variety. It's not contrast per se. They might all be, you know, you could say it's contrast of different tone colours because they're different instruments, violin, viola, cello, double bass. You could say that it's unity because it's the same fragment that's being repeated, but it's variety because it's taken that fragment, it's put it in a canon, and that's what creates variety. And I suppose contrast too, but it's not pitted against anything. Do you hopefully are understanding the difference here. Percussion constantly changes instruments in bars 10 to 15, thus creating variety in tone colour. Example, a short, sharp, metallic quality of the triangle followed by long, metallic, suspended ring of the crash symbol. Now, when you're talking about changing of instruments, that changing of instruments is also going to be contrast if they're two contrasting sounds. Okay, um, and it could very well be variety because they're both percussion and both metallic. So keeping the metallic family is a unity unifying device. I think you it, it's it's a tricky one. I, I think the the one of the things you need to really think about is concentrating on the fact and being able to tie it back to variety or unity or contrast. Try to avoid waffle. Uh, and things like power sentences, which is, is kind of something I'll talk about in a bit more detail. Now, what if you haven't got a score? Well, um, that's where your texture graph comes in handy. By using reference points, you should be able to make your point clear. Answering a variety and contrast question is, is clear from listening, but unity is always a little bit tricky. So variety and contrast, you can usually hear changing instruments, you can usually hear different sections, you can usually hear changing tempos, changing rhythms and things like that. But things for unity, things that unify, always very hard to find. So think about things like an entire string section playing the melody in harmony. So if they're playing melody and they've got harmonic movement, maybe that whole string section are playing a melody and they're all moving rhythmically the same and direction-wise the same, but they're playing a harmonic line underneath. Brass fanfares are a classic example of a unity. 
All right, brass band first, where they're all playing the same type of rhythm, but they've got different harmonies. Variety of percussion instruments creating a style like a Latin feel. So if they've got congos and bongos and, and like clave, while they're doing different things, and that can be contrast or variety, collectively they are presenting a style. So that creates unity. Uh, different instruments playing the same melodic line, that's obvious. And rock band instruments like piano, bass and guitar, they've got to follow a common chord progression. So that's obviously unif a unifying force. Walking bass line, and this is an interesting one. It creates unity through outlining the harmony and providing a steady pulse for the group. It also creates variety if no one else is doing it. And contrast, if someone else, like a syncopated melodic line, is up against it or there's comping of chords in the piano part. So that single piece, a walking bass line, can satisfy three, the three, unity, variety and contrast. Now, some of these ideas are really obvious and you can actually store them in your brain for later use. Um, it's a very difficult thing splitting the three and sometimes you might have questions where in the excerpt describe the use of unity. Second question is how is this uh, contrasted and then how is this creating variety? So you have to think about how to manipulate the material in order to satisfy those three singular words. Not easy. All right, so go and grab a copy of the uh, document from the website, clarissacustommusic.com.au. That's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A, custommusic.com.au. And I will uh, catch up with you next week. And hopefully with a little bit of luck, you have a great week. Weather's looking pretty cool here in Sydney. So uh, enjoy your day and we'll catch you next time. For more tips and tricks, Head on over to clarissacustommusic.com.au